Okay, everyone, thank you for tuning into the Purpose Pursuit podcast once again. I am so excited about this topic. I think I'm excited about every topic, every episode, um, because I know there's something that's said to help someone else. So, um, yeah, thank you for tuning in. <laughs> um, today, we are going to talk about generational curse breakers. Generational curse breakers. Pound, it stops with me. Y'all, this was so good to me because I believe this is my life. Um, And I really don't talk about anything that I can't attest to, anything that I haven't went through, anything that um, I haven't been able to grow through. Um, So generational curse breakers is something that is very close to my heart. So if we have any generational curse breakers that's listening, look, sis, I love you, bro. I love you. Keep going. Keep breaking those cycles because it stops with us. So today, like I said, we're going to talk about generational curse breakers. So we understand that if you're not familiar with generational curse breakers, what I want you to understand is that sometimes situations happen where people allow things to go on or allow things to be passed down from generation to generation. Even when you think about wealth or you think about legacies, um, everyone wants to leave a legacy. Everyone wants to leave something or inheritance for their children. That's great. And I plan on doing the same thing. But another side of that, a lot of people are unfortunate and they're passed down with generational curses. Um, And what I will say when I say curses, I know people may say that sounds a little deep. Um, But what I'll say is curses is something as simple as no one graduating from college. You'll be the first to graduate from college. You're a generational curse breakers. No one in my family had a successful marriage. You're a generational curse breaker. No one in my family is able to say they're wealthy or they've ever started a business. You are a generational curse breaker. So think about it. Even if there's something that has been passed down for years, and you're the first one to break it. What I want you to understand that is pros and cons with it. But even with the cons, it's something that I'm telling you is that you can grow and you can get through this. And so with the pros, being a first generational or person, student to ever break anything is great because a lot of people support you. A lot of people love you because you broke that generational curse. You were able to succeed and you were able to break what was passed down for so many years. So you're succeeding and you're breaking generational curses. So we support you. We love you. Um, We thank you um, for even changing your mindset to say, hey, I'll be the first one to do this. Um, So it has its pros. But the con sometimes, people may become envious. They may become jealous of it. And sometimes people become jealous and they're not even aware that they're jealous. And I'm sure you're saying, how does that work? What I want you to understand is that sometimes people love you so much, but at the same time, they hate so much that they didn't get or they didn't have, they didn't invest, they didn't take the time to do what you did. So therefore, they're envious of where you are or where you're headed because of your life, period. So what I want you to understand is that it stops with you. It stops with us. 
my children and my children's children, they will never have to go through the things that I went through. Why? Because it stops with me. So what I want you to understand is the Bible even tells tells us that I am the head, not the tail. That's what I want you to understand. You are the head, not the tail. And even when you think about the cons of jealousy, I even think about a biblical story that I love. If you love the story of Joseph, think about the story of Joseph. And I'll just paraphrase. I'll paraphrase. I'm not going to preach. So y'all, Joseph, Joseph was the son of Jacob and he was favored by his father. So he gave him a coat of many colors. Um, but one thing about being, having favor, sometimes people will become envious. They'll become jealous, just like I stated, but he was favored by his father. So his brothers were jealous of it. And then one day, Joseph, Joseph goes to his brothers and he's a dreamer. So he reveals the dreams to his brothers. And basically Joseph is saying, Hey, you know, I'm going to be great and you all are going to end up bowing to me one day. And I know that may sound a little cocky, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't, you know, it wasn't communicated like that. So he's telling him, you know, he's telling them that, hey, you know, I'm going to be great and I'm a dreamer. And immediately they're like, okay, you know. So they're already jealous of him. And think about sometimes when you've went to people and you've had a dream, you've had a goal and just think about how they, how they respond, because how they respond says a lot about your relationship with them. It says a lot about their relationship with you, Um, because sometimes if I come to you and I'm excited, I have literally broken a generational curse and you're like, oh, that's good. Sometimes you have to listen to the tone to understand how people really feel. And so one thing I will say is that if you listen to the tone, you'll understand how people really feel. Um, And sometimes they're not mad or they don't hate you, but sometimes they're just envious because it hasn't happened for them. So please, please, ma'am, please, sir, discern what you tell people. Don't disclose everything. But back to the story. So now his brothers are plotting to kill him, but they're like, okay, no, we can't kill him. So they sell him. They sell their brother. So their father is hurt, and then he was sold, and now he's wrongfully in prison. So to put insult to injury, now I'm sold by my own brothers, my blood brothers. Now I'm wrongfully in prison. So immediately, like, if you're like me, You'll be like, okay, God, why do you have me on earth if I'm going to deal with so much pain? So he's wrongfully in prison, but the gift that God has placed on the inside of him, he's a dreamer, remember? So what I want you to understand is he interpreted a dream to Pharaoh and he literally told Pharaoh, he interpreted everything that Pharaoh told him. At that moment, one thing I want you to understand is that the Bible tells us your gift will make room for you. Your gift will make room for you. Literally, he's in prison and he's interpreted a dream and was released. And not only released, y'all, he was released and he was placed over Egypt. So therefore, now I'm released and I'm elevated. So immediately, my pain went to purpose real quick. So what I want y'all to understand is that This is the biggest plot twist 
in the Bible to me. Well, one of them. But what I'll say is just like Joseph, God can do that in your life. If you feel like you're in pain now, God can shift that to purpose. Why? Because God will literally allow you to experience pain for you to be ready when your purpose is is introduced to you. So that's what I'm saying is that you have to understand that sometimes God will allow you to go through that pain, that process, but just know this is going to be the biggest plot twist in your life. So stay it right now. In 2021, this is about to be the biggest plot twist. How I started is not how I'm finishing. I am the head, not the tail. I am the lender and I'm not the borrower. You can say it, but not only say it, declare it, but mean it. But, okay, I said I'm not preaching. I'm back down. So then immediately after he was placed over Egypt, y'all, exactly what he interpreted, then a famine hit the land. So... Even when you think about a famine, it's absolutely nothing. So just dry, no food, all of that stuff. So a famine hit. Um, and all of these countries are coming to buy food. So he's he he's in prison, then he's released. Now he's um, you know, over he's over placed over Egypt, and a famine hits. Y'all. So immediately when all of these people are coming to buy food, guess who shows up? Joseph's brothers. So I just can't imagine the look on their face when they see the brother that they sold is the king. So not only, even when you think about it, even in the biblical days, when you are in the presence of a king, you bow. So they have arrived for food. So even in my mind, this is just me thinking naturally is I'm coming and I'm actually begging or I'm pleading for something um, for me, but I'm pleading to the person that I caused pain to y'all. This was so good to me because literally God would allow the same person that talked about you, the same person that doubted you, the same person that belittled you to come back and to have to bow to you. We'll have to come back and ask for forgiveness because they they actually, you know, I will say to me, I feel like they they didn't who know who you were. You know, a lot of people say um, when they buried me, they didn't know I was a seed because obviously if I'm a seed, I'm going to grow into even more, grow into greater. So I'm going to continue to evolve. So they didn't know I was a seed. So y'all, they didn't know Joseph was a seed. That was good to me. And y'all, they still literally, the dream came to pass in the end. So now they're having to ask for forgiveness. And I just want y'all to understand that when you're breaking generational curses, there's going to be people that envy you. There's going to be people that are jealous of you. You have to understand that. But how amazing is it that although we suffer and experience great pain, God still has a plan connected to it. God still has a plan connected to it. Even think about situations that you're dealing with now. You can still break generational cycles even now because only thing you have to understand, there has to be a shift within your mind. A shift within your mindset. You have to shift your mind to say, hey, listen, I'm tired of being pitiful. I'm ready to be powerful. You have to get to a place where you're saying, God, I'm sick of being in this place. So you have to understand that even like this biblical story, and y'all have to read it because I was paraphrasing, 
But even if you think about it, God will give you favor in the midst of a famine. You are favored by God. That's why you're listening because you're saying, I'm ready to break those generational curses or I'm in the process of breaking those generational curses. And who is rooting for you is me. Why? Because I want you to understand. And yes, I, you know, I, I, I'm understanding that this is very dear to my heart. So, I, you know, I could be grammatically correct, but I want you to understand how much passion and purpose I have behind this. Tears are literally in my eyes because when I think about it, some of us are going to be the first millionaires. Thank you, Lord. Some of us are going to be the first authors in our um, in our family. Some of us are going to be the first to be married. And I'm talking about a healthy marriage. Some of us are going to be the first to have children and to have a house. Some of us are about to be the first homeowners. And what I want you to understand is don't give up in the process. Don't give up because it, it doesn't feel good. So what I want you to understand, don't give up in the process. Even in, I always say between pain and purpose is the process and don't give up. What if you give up now and purpose was right around the corner? So what I want you to understand is break those curses. You're built for this. You may feel like you're breaking right now, but God is breaking you to build you. You're built for this. So I want you to say it stops with me. This curse stops with me. This depression stops with me. This poverty stops with me. Just say it stops with me. Renting, renting and, you know, being uh, full of debt. It stops with me. Y'all, I am so passionate about this and I pray that this podcast is able to bless somebody, but just know it stops with you. So what I want you to understand is your story may have begun to be painful or your story started off pitiful. But what you have to understand is that your your story is going to end in purpose and prosperity. Why? Because God's plan will always prevail. God's plan will always prevail, y'all. Literally. God's plan will always prevail. And what I want you to understand is that even in our mother's womb, the Bible tells us, for I know I have the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in a future. Jeremiah 29 and 11. So God has already had a plan for us. And and if you read it, y'all, I promise I'm so passionate and I could cry. And I wanted to, I wanted this podcast to be real and relatable. And I want you to get every emotion that I have with this podcast today. Because what I want you to understand is even this scripture alone says, for I know the plans I have for you. So God has already told us he has plans for our lives. He has plans for us. So if we feel like our plan is not working, know that God said, I already have plans for you. I understand your plan is this, but I have my plans for you. And they were already set before you were even born. Then he declares plans to prosper you. Y'all, listen, you're a generational curse breaker. We are going to be prosperous, but what I want you to understand is we're going to be prosperous, not because we're going to do the work and break those generational curses, but we're going to prosper because the word even told us that in the beginning, his plans was to prosper us and not to harm us. God is not a God where he's trying to harm us. 
He's a God where he's not trying to destroy us. But God has plans for us to prosper and not to harm us. And plans to give us hope and a future. So you have future beyond your the last name, your last name. And what I'm saying is you have a future no matter if your family were alcoholics, your family were drug addicts, your family were had addictions, no matter if your family, you know, were homeless, if you you dealt with molestation, if you dealt with homicide, suicide, um, it doesn't matter if your your dad was in jail, your dad was never around. You're going to break that cycle because this cycle stops with us. Your son shall be a king and he'll have a father that is going to come in and that's going to step up. And I know that it, I may be getting too emotional with this, but even for the single mothers, the generational can stop with you. The generational curse can stop with you. Why? Because God will prepare a king for you because since you are a queen, but God will literally prepare a king for you. So therefore, right now, do the work. In the process, do the work. Continue to prepare yourself. Continue to purify yourself. Because God already said that he had a plan for us to give us hope and a future. And sometimes I want us to understand that sometimes all we need is just a little hope. Sometimes all we need is just a little hope. Sometimes we say, God, you know, I'm just, I don't understand, you know. God, I don't understand why I'm going through this. You know, I just want to see, sometimes we say, I just want to see the sun peeping through the clouds. That's hope. And God will give you that because he's already spoken it. He said that he wants to give us hope and a future. So I want you to understand that this cycle stops with us. Because even when you think about a cycle, even if you feel like you're in the cycle now, if you think about riding a bike, think about riding a bike in circles. Think about walking in circles. After a while, you're going to get dizzy. You're going to get tired. You're going to get mad because you're saying, I'm not headed anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. And that's how a generational cycle is. Who's going to eventually say, hey, I'm stopping. I'm not going to continue to go around this cycle because it stops with me. So you have to think about it. It stops with you. Get to the place where you're tired of the cycle. Get to the place where you're tired of just walking in circles. Invest in yourself. Do what you need to do for yourself. It takes prayer. If you need a spiritual mentor, if you need someone to reach out, reach out to. Seek someone with guidance, direction that can help you. The cycle stops with us, no matter what your story was, because all of us have a unique story. So I'm not saying we should we should break generational cycles and we should literally close ourselves from our past. But literally, you allow your past to push you. You allow your past to begin to cultivate and allow your past to begin to allow you to mold you into a better you. Because my story is so unique, but I don't use my story for, I don't use my story just to, to, to motivate or to highlight the positive parts of life. If you get what I'm saying, I don't use my story to highlight, hey, I'm married and I have a son. I, will, I graduated. Um, I'm a homeowner. I don't highlight those moments. I do, but I highlight those moments that got me here. Hey, I lost my mom. Hey, I'm an ex-everything. 
So everything was my ex. I did it. I, I've done it. I was that. You know, but you can grow through it. You can grow through it. A lot of people have the story that they were fatherless or motherless. You know, that wasn't my story, but it when I lost my mom, I did go through a season. I did go through a cycle of feeling like, God, why did you allow me to go through that? So I fell in the arms and the things of people and places that I never should have tapped into. I never should have tapped into it. Why? Because God didn't design that for me. But that's just like some of us. Our lifestyles now, we may be, even if you're a generational curse breaker now, still tell people the story. Maximize your story. Maximize your story. I went through that season. Like I said, I fell in the arms of of just wanting to be loved. I just wanted someone to feel my pain. I wanted someone to say, hey, I love you. I'm here for you. But the only thing that I got was people smelling the smell of vulnerability and using me for it. They smelled vulnerability. They saw a lost, hopeless girl. But instead of helping, they humiliated me. And I went through that cycle of life, of feeling like, God, well, there's no reason for me to live. If you're allowing me to go through this, there's no reason for me to live. Why am I going through day-to-day cycles? Why am I going through this pain? And literally, it was until I, I literally had to surrender to God and someone was able to see the hurt 15-year-old girl. At that moment, I think I was 23 or 24, but someone saw the 15-year-old Jesus. And I'm feeling that for somebody. You just want someone to see what's on the inside of you. You just want someone to feel the pain that you felt. You want someone to understand. You want just someone to, to comfort you. You want that peace. Because sometimes you feel like God is so far off. He's so, he's not near, he's not close. But one thing I want you to understand that even the Bible tells us that he's closest and nearest to those of a broken heart and a contrite spirit. So he's close to you. So sometimes you may feel like you just need a hug. Sometimes you just need a little hope. But I I remind you to, to read Jeremiah 29 and 11. He's already had a plan for us to prosper and not to harm us. So God has a future for you. But like I said, sometimes we want people to see us. And they we don't want them to see the physical us, but they we want them to see what lies on the inside. Those deep, dark secrets that are on the inside. The, the little girl or the little boy that is screaming for help. That's screaming for hope. And sometimes we just want someone to see. Sometimes we say, can anyone just see me? Can anyone see me? Can they really feel me? Do they see the pain that's on the inside? Do they see what I'm dealing with? But I want you to know that it stops with you. You are the head and you're not the tail. And I want you just to declare 
I'm breaking everything that doesn't belong to me. I'm breaking everything that doesn't belong to me. Why? Because it was never designed for me. It was never designed for me to carry. It was never designed for it to be in my possession. But because I was hopeless, I fell into things that weren't designed for me. So every curse can be broken. Every addiction can be broken. Every pain, every feeling of loneliness can can be restored. And I just want you all to understand that I love you all. I love every listener. And I just want this podcast to be real. I want people to understand that there's someone out there that wants you to rediscover your purpose. To rethink your decision. It's not by chance that you're listening to this podcast. But I want you to understand that you have a purpose. Because you still have a pulse. So I love you. And I love you so much. And I know sometimes that's all we need to hear. So I thank you for tuning in. I thank you for listening to the Generational Curse Breakers. You may not be breaking the curse now, or you may have not broken the curse, but you're in the process. And God is about to release the biggest plot twist of your life. Thank you for tuning into the Purpose Podcast.